This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. (laughs) The first cup of coffee, it was awful. Meet Rod Johnson, co-founder of Black & Bold, a premium specialty coffee and tea company powered by Shopify. The journey of Black & Bold started with us opening our online Shopify store while we were burning beans in my business partner's garage. Shopify allows us to stay true to our mission by having an easily customizable and responsive site. They make it very easy for novices to try their hand in becoming entrepreneurs. I was able to do it without any technical background, and I'm very grateful for Shopify. My advice to anyone thinking of starting a business is to just start selling on Shopify today. When you're ready to share your business with the world, grow it on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform trusted by millions of businesses like Black & Bold. Get a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash free22 and start selling wherever your customers are with easy-to-use tools and friendly 24-7 support. Go to shopify.com slash free22 right now. Shopify.com slash free22. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. Back right now to talk about the 2-2 draw for Fulham against Liverpool. Before I go on any further, I just want to say to everyone, I want to apologize for the lack of shows leading up to the Liverpool match and, of course, not being able to have a full-time show or a true post-match show. Well, I am about to leave on my trip to Oklahoma to take my lovely daughter to school. She's going to be a freshman at the University of Oklahoma and really just did not have time with all the lead up to that along with work to do the shows that I would like to do. Upon my return from Oklahoma and also Emilio's return, we expect to have many more shows. So this is just an unfortunate situation at the beginning of the season that I'm just not able to do the shows I would like to do. I, again, I apologize for that, but I'm going to do a quick show now to give you my thoughts on what I believe was an incredible 2-2 draw. It's funny to say just a point as being incredible, but I think it's important to note that 
when you are able to limit Liverpool to what they want to do and you get something out of the match, I think that's very good. And not much was expected from Fulham coming into the match, including from myself. I didn't expect them to get anything from it. So let's just say I am pleasantly surprised. And I'm just going to give you my thoughts coming up in just a second. And like I said, it's going to be a short show. And thank you, everyone who is watching and listening to Cottage Talk. We really appreciate that. So let's start here. Please do subscribe on our YouTube channel. Really trying to build this up. I would really appreciate if uh, you would subscribe. It would just help other phone supporters find us. Okay. So let's not waste any time. Here's just my overall thoughts on the result. As I mentioned, I wasn't expecting Fulham to get anything from this match. In fact, I told a friend before the match, I, I really thought they were going to uh, really be in for a hiding here. I, I thought it was going to be a bad result and that the pressure would be mounting. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, I actually fed into the negativity that I was hearing about the club, not just from the media, but also from just People who really just, you know, again, just were feeling that it was just not going to be Fulham's time right now because they had not done enough in the um, transfer window. And I certainly understood that. But I didn't trust my own judgment because when I watched the Villarreal match, I saw a strategy. I saw a commitment there in that Villarreal friendly that I should have seen coming into this match, that I should have really taken more stock into instead of buying into the negativity. Because Fulham were actually, I believe, testing out what they were going to do against Liverpool, against Villarreal. And Fulham were the better side against Villarreal. They pressed Villarreal. And they did a very good job of doing what they needed to do in that friendly. And I thought it was very impressive. Well, that leads to what we saw against Liverpool. And we'll just start here. I think we have to start with the tactics by Silva and the coaching staff. They were spot on. They actually played Liverpool at their own game. They pressed them. And what's great about it is that they didn't allow Liverpool to to press Fulham. So Fulham pressed them and they avoided Liverpool's press, an incredible strategy that worked brilliantly. And I'm just going to say this right now. I'll go back to my overall thoughts on the result. Foam dropped two points here. Foam should have won the match. I watched back the match yesterday. I worked, so I could not watch it live. I actually shut everything off. So I did not know until after the match ended what happened. But I truly believe after watching this back, forget about what everyone has said about it, just with my own eyes. Foam should have won that match. That's just my thoughts on it. This is two points dropped against a club that I think is going to win everything. I think they're going to win everything. I think they're that talented. They're that good. And I'm not going to buy what I've been hearing about Liverpool, that they were flat, they were this, they were that. They were sharp in the community shield. The result yesterday with all due respect to Liverpool, was a lot to do with what Fulham did. Liverpool are a dominant side. They look that way because Fulham made them look that way. Just keep that in mind when you hear comments about 
how bad Liverpool were. They were that bad because Fulham made them look that way. Just, just have to start there. Okay. So getting back to the tactics, let's start with number one, and that was Fulham's press. And what was so impressive by it, you know, it's funny. I was watching a clip with Alan Shearer, and he, they were demonstrating about how Fulham's press, they were just defensively, they were going at them in waves, basically. It wasn't just one, two, three. There would be four players around the ball. And this was continuous throughout the match. And this style, you can say that it might have surprised Liverpool. I don't know if if they were not ready for this, but again, that's on Liverpool. Fulham were ready and had a strategy, and they stuck to it throughout the entire match. But the thing about the pressing, it only works if the players not only adapt to it, but commit to it. And that is what was so great about the tactics. You can have the tactics, but the players bought in and they were everywhere. Just go back and watch. It's not just the opening stages. The first 30 minutes were all full. But honestly, can you really see a time in this match where you said, wow, Liverpool were really dominant. Yes, they had their time when they were having chances to score. But beyond that, Fulham were really controlling how this match was being played. And that comes down to the coaching staff and the execution by the players. So this press just stifled Liverpool. They were having all kinds of problems with it. Yes, Mo Salah made a difference in the end, but did you really hear about him throughout the match that much? No, and that has to do a lot with what Fulham did with their press. So let's talk about another aspect of the strategy and I think this might get overlooked a little bit so anyone that watches Fulham knows that Fulham are not good at all of playing the ball off from the back that they can be really uh, having a hard time playing the ball off from the back well they bypassed that and Merrick Rodak kept kicking the ball along and what was great about it is that um, Mitro was just a great person to get the ball to he just kicked it long and they basically bypassed all that pressure it worked great it didn't affect their pressing it actually I I really think by kicking it long it just set everything up even more yes Liverpool got the ball back but it didn't matter because Fulham's press was right on top they were just right back to it so Fulham were not their strategy wasn't to control the ball It was basically, honestly, to control Liverpool, which they absolutely did brilliantly. So when you look at the strategy and not having the ball, this match has so much to do with Fulham not having the ball and their commitment to what they had to do when they were pressing and, again, avoiding the press of Liverpool. It's twofold here. Twofold. And that's what was so great about what we watched against Liverpool for Fulham. So let's move on. And um, I had said this. I I thought a key player for Fulham this season, the linchpin, the player that I thought was going to really take Fulham to the next level, was going to be uh, Jao Polina. I think we saw yesterday why I believe that, because he was everywhere. 
is he a, a player that might get a red card? Yes. But his commitment and his work rate is unbelievable. And he did a great job of protecting that back four. So his involvement and commitment to foam is just going to be huge throughout the season. This, again, showed everyone why I believe he was and will be the most important signing for Fulham this season. I truly believe that. But on top of that, let's talk about Harrison Reed. Now, Harrison Reed, again, I thought was fantastic. Worked his socks off along with Paulina, the two of them, just, again, everywhere. So vital to controlling what Fulham needed to do to Liverpool. And um, it, it's funny. Uh, I love uh, Emilio. Emilio is not the biggest fan of, of Harrison Reed. But I'm sure when he watched this, he probably said, you know what? Harrison Reed played an excellent match, and he did. The two of them, they they were fantastic in the match. And that's going to lead to talking about the defense. So, listen, I think we all are in agreement that Tim Ream and then Tosin, the two of them together, again, won't be good enough in the Premier League as the season progresses. So Tim Ream, again, great job. Listen, he he had a little bit of an error for that second goal, of course, but overall did his job. Tosin, I think, will be a starter throughout the season, but he's going to need a, a dominant player next to him. Fulham brought in Shane Duffy. I just see him as just more depth, but I do believe that Fulham will get that top line quality center back to go along with Tosin. But just in this match, the two of them certainly did their job. Kenny Tete got the early yellow card, but I thought he did his job. And uh, listen, I've been very hard on Anthony Robinson and maybe one of his best matches in a foam shirt. Full credit to Anthony Robinson. If he can play like that, he's going to prove me wrong because I am just not a fan of his. I just think that he has all this potential, has never lived up to it. But if he plays like this, he's going to prove me wrong. He certainly proved me wrong in this match. And again, also, if you look at Merrick Rodak, like I said, instead of playing the ball off from the bat, he kicked the ball long. That strategy worked great. There was one pass to Pereira, which was phenomenal. That just set Pereira on his way. So I thought that he was solid. He made a key save. And in the grand scheme of things, he didn't have as much to do as you would think he he would have to do against Liverpool. But overall, he did his job. He absolutely did his job. Okay. So now to finish up the show, we're going to talk about man of the match. Okay. So my thoughts on man of the match. And there's only one place I'm going to go on this. You could say the team, Marco Silva, everyone deserves man of the match. But I'm going to give it to Mitro. I'm going to Mitro here. I haven't even mentioned him yet. But what's great about this and what supporters, fans of other sides, media don't realize is that Mitro has basically transitioned not just from a goal scorer, but to a complete striker. I can't say that in more words. He is a complete striker right now. He is committed 
not just to scoring goals for Fulham, but also getting his teammates involved. You know, with the assist that he can make during the match, he's doing all this, but he's also helping out defensively tremendously. He has become a complete striker. He is definitely my man of the match because, again, he did so much to really do a number on what people think is the potentially best center back in the world, Virgil van Dijk. Mitro gave him all kinds of fits. Him and Matip, he did such a number on them. Pereira was very effective as well. But for me, Mitro is man of the match. I'm curious for the people watching live who is their man of the match. But again, I'm just I'm going to share some more comments. Let's see here. Chris Goodwin, uh, my good friend who is a Liverpool supporter. Have a great trip, Russ. Family comes first. Thank you, Chris. I, I appreciate that. He's going to share his thoughts now. Chris is a Liverpool supporter. Fulham were excellent and Liverpool were very poor. And you can see that in both sides' performances. Yes, Chris, I agree with that. Let me see what else Chris has to say. Every Fulham player yesterday was at least 8 out of 10. I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. I'm just going to keep on reading some comments. This is from Mohamed Youssef. We need to assign more players. It's a long journey. Tim Ream was better than Tosin yesterday. Yeah, Tim Ream played very well. I still believe in Tosin. Let's see. Now, this is from my friend Chris. And, Chris, I already did my mea culpa just a few minutes ago about Anthony Robinson. And Chris said to me, I told you Robinson can do it in the Premier League, Chris. At least in this match, you are completely right. If he can p- continues to do this, he will prove me wrong, and I'll be happy that he proved me wrong. So let's see. Let's see what Chris says. Man of the match was the groundsman for extracting all the water out, out of the pitch. That's very funny, Chris. I, I, I find the commentary from Klopp funny. You know, again, I understand where it's coming from. Your team uh, was not performing well, but you should be looking at your team and not the pitch. The pitch wasn't the reason why it was a 2-2 draw. I I think he might have even said that as well. He knows it, and uh, we all know that. But for me, that performance was had so much to do with Fulham Football Club. More so for me than actually Liverpool. You know, and again, Liverpool, I think, are going to win the league, win the Champions League, win everything. I think they're that good. So that's what makes this 2-2 draw even more impressive is that they did it against the side that I think is going to win everything. So we can blame, if you want, first match of the season. What are you going to say about what Liverpool did the week prior. Okay, you can do all that. This has to do with the commitment of foam. I actually saw it the week prior. And, um, you know, it's not that I didn't know it, but I fed into the negativity a little bit. I started getting worried, and it affected my judgment. I got my judgment wrong. I should have predicted a, a better result here for foam. I didn't. I thought they were going to lose heavily. They proved me wrong. And thank you, Fulham, for proving me wrong. Thank you very much for doing that. Let's see. Let's see. I think we're going back to man of the match. Mitro all day long. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Okay. Well, like I mentioned, 
this is just going to be a very quick review of the full match. And I'll just say one last time, I apologize for the lack of shows leading up to the Liverpool match. Like I said, I am traveling starting today. I'm leaving for Oklahoma and uh, we will be doing shows of the Wolves match. It will be after the match has ended. I do plan on doing a post-match show of the Wolves match. I don't know if I'll be able to do any matches before that. I hope everyone understands. After the Wolves match, everything should be going back to normal with Cottage Talk. We're going to have many, many shows, many shows. We're going to give full press coverage of Fulham moving forward. Unfortunately, this week was uh, a little challenging, and I hope everyone understands. And thank you, everyone who has uh, supported the show. And I'll just say one last time before I wrap this up, please do subscribe on YouTube. And I'm sorry. If my uh, video was a little choppy, I was hoping it would be a little bit better. It's early in the morning here, so I'm not sure how well my video is. But thank you again if you're watching on YouTube, watching live anywhere, for watching uh, Cottage Talk. That's going to do it for this episode. My name's Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.